Hey listeners, this is Ian. Please bear with us on this episode. It wasn't until after we finished that we noticed we recorded the whole episode using an external mic on my laptop instead of our normal mics, so the audio quality of this episode isn't the best. But we thank you so much for taking time to listen, and be sure to give us some feedback on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash morningsupper. Enjoy the show! So, uh, welcome to the Morning Supper Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ian, and just for the record, I am not a spy. I am also not a spy. I am resistance. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I didn't get that at first. I was... I didn't get that. I'm sorry. Did uh, I ruin it? No, no. I ruined it. I'm no, sorry. No, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get it. It's I feel fine. bad. Do you want me to go? I'll go. I'll go. I'm sorry. This is What's your vote? Are you voting up or down? I'm voting down. <laughs> You're voting down? He's a spy. He's a spy. <laughs> He's a spy. No, I just don't trust you. For those of you that have not ever played Resistance, the card game, we recommend it highly. Uh, we got together for my birthday, and we played it, and it was great fun, so I recommend it. It was great. However, anyway, my name is Ian, and I'm alongside my other hosts here. Eric. Hello, Jonathan. And it's been a while. Just like the last time it was a while. It's been like two months. So, what you guys been up to? Eric, you want to go first? Well, I started with some audiobooks. My goodness, I had a frog in my throat there. I started with some audiobooks, which some people seem to think aren't real books. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. I'm on the fence. I'm kind of, you're kind of graduating towards literacy. (laughs) Like, you're moving towards there, so I don't want to, like, discourage you. Yeah, don't discourage me. So, like, I think it's okay. I mean... It's, it is not a book. It's not. It's not technically a book, but it, the same content is there. I, I suppose, yeah, unless it's um, abridged. Yeah. Not, none of the books I've gotten are abridged. Uh, the Killer Angels is what I started uh, with. I was about to read that. Is that Jeff Shara? Yes. Uh, Michael. Michael, Michael Shara. Yeah, oh, Jeff is his yeah. son. What's it about? It's about the Battle of Gettysburg. It's a, the second book in a trilogy. Uh, first one is Gods and Generals. Jonathan, I seem to have left my spectacles over there on my end table. Could you tell me the name of that town there, sir? Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes Killer Angels, and then the last one is, oh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank. What is the last one? Do you uh, know? Uh, you know? I don't know, but don't put oh, um, Gods and Generals. Uh, Killer Gettys- Angels. Killer Angels. And, and then it's, uh, shoot, I cannot remember. I, I never read them. I feel embarrassed I now. Movie. Eric hasn't read them either. I just listened to them. <laughs> yeah, I've just listened to them. But I did listen to The Killer Angels. It'll come to me at some point in this podcast, and I'm just going to scream it out. Okay. Whenever I get it, I'm just going to say the name. I'll be prepared for that. Uh, the book was good. It follows the movie very uh, closely. The audiobook was very good. It's unabridged, <laughs> and it follows the movie very closely. I've watched the movie. I got the director's cut of the movie as well. So it's it like adds, five hours? It, no, it added 17 minutes. What do you have against director's cuts? Not no, what nothing because when just, I got when I got the Lord of the Rings yeah because that's like because like it's like seven hours it's it's, it's too seven much. hours of goodness I don't I don't think so that's it that's had a seventeen much. minutes like I I like longer movies but that's just no that's I also, too much I also got the director's cut of Gods and Generals and that does add an hour but I think I heard we get Antietam material. Antietam material yeah, was when they cut out was, of Gods and Generals. Oh, last time I saw Gods and Generals, that wasn't a big fan. I didn't like it. I didn't like the portrayal of Stonewall Jackson. It was completely ahistorical and way too um, heroicized. And, um, yeah. Well, I finished that. Good to go. I started uh, Shelby Foote's The Civil War Narrative. Which is super long. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. long. It's Did unabridged. You? Yeah, it's like sixty-five tracks of MP3s he's, just on the first I disc. I think he's passed away, but he was actually yeah, the premier, 2005. Um, yep. one of the most, I guess, kind of important American historians on the you know, Civil War. Yeah, he he passed in two thousand five. He's in Ken Bird's The Civil War documentaries. Mm-hmm. That's why I picked this I one out that. and. But this the first volume's three discs and sixty five tracks of MP3s is the first disc. Jeez, so I how catch, long is this grand total? I don't, I don't know. I think I, I don't even know off the top of my head. But it sounds like a lot. It is a it's long a, it's time. It's a large number. 
But I, I catch myself, like, with even when reading books, I'll catch myself wandering. I think we talked yep. about this. Yep, I can't, I can't read for and that. And I'm reason. like, whoa, but the good thing about this, and I just skip back. What was that about, uh, what was that about Vicksburg? Let's skip back about 30 seconds and well, we'll you, find you, out. You can do that with a book. It's I could have just flipped the page back. Flipping page back. But I'll tell you, I got so much idle time on my hands, an audiobook is the way to go. I can sure. get the same amount of information. Or you can know, get a cheaper book and, you know, enjoy it like that. I don't know. I'm not even such an old... I, I don't know. It's just... It's the medium... You're an elitist. I, I guess. Maybe I'm just really a book pretentious. You're not guessing know. about it. You're an elitist. <laughs> it's not... It, okay, like... Like I said... Is I, that I, an audio book? Not an audio book! <laughs> it's not. It's... What, are you watching a movie about a book? Book's better! Well, the book, well, the book is usually better because... <laughs> The, books, the book is better than a movie. I mean, because you're able to put your own imagination into it. But The it. Killer Angels, almost exactly the same as Gettysburg. Almost exactly Well, yeah, contentually, yes, you're correct. But, I mean, if you read the book first, then your impressions might have been different, etc. Okay, True. sometimes... Okay, there are sometimes that movies and books complement each other. One of those that I kind of felt was... It's not a movie, it's a TV show, but the Game of Thrones and Song of Ice and Fire book series... Uh, the Song of Ice and Fire, I read the books first, and they were great. I liked them a lot. The show is um, not as good, because I guess I'm that hipster elitist, but it's also, it does complement it in some ways. It does add certain things uh, about characters um, that you didn't really know about to begin with, and they're not huge revelations. I, but... I find a lot of book people, though, don't like watching the movie, because then that screws up their imagination of what that person looked like. Yes. Or that type of thing. My wife's that way. Yeah. Just watch the movie first. Exactly. There's your friend. There's your... There's your well, <laughs> well, I mean, the movie... I mean, some, well, the movie takes out a lot of stuff a lot of times. And, like, okay, Harry Potter's a great example. I know you love Harry Potter. I never read the books, though. I know so you Harry didn't. Potter is, it stops at the, the, at the movies the books, for me. The books are a little bit more darker, especially after year three or four. Um, and I appreciated that because I was getting older, the characters were getting older, so I enjoy darker fantasy. Um, whereas the show, for the most part, remained very, very kid, kitty. And the in the in the books are kitty too, but not as kitty as the movie. I don't know. It's it's all personal taste. I've become kind of a relativist when it becomes when it comes to taste. So if you're gonna read audiobooks, I guess more power to you. Speaking of kids, I took my kids up to Lancaster, and we stayed in a place called the Hotel Lancaster. Lancaster, PA? Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Did Lebanon Levi know that you were in town? Lebanon Levi. Well, there were some <laughs> Lebanon Levi jokes cracked up there. But I, I went on. My job has like a last-minute traveler's, traveler's club, and I went onto the website, and I found hotels on there that uh, I could get a discount for, and I ended up getting like 20 or 30 bucks discount for this place. And I went on TripAdvisor, because, you know, nothing I do is without like 27,000 reviews. I just don't do anything spontaneously. But TripAdvisor had this place rated like number 15 out of 30, maybe it was even lower than that, 12 out of 30 hotels. It can't be that bad. Uh -huh. it's, just one, it's just one night. Right. Just one night. Well, I roll what in there. Go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I roll in there at about 11.30, and uh, I go to the side glass doors, and there's they're, they're, uh, sliding glass doors that are locked. I walk up to them. They don't open. Well, I can see the guy in there behind the counter, and he's, he's, he's on the phone, and there's two women in front of him on the other side of the counter, and I'm standing there holding Sophia. It's getting colder and uh, trying to go in there to check in, and I notice a sign where I parked, 10-minute parking only, and there's a parking garage right there. And I read reviews that there were, somebody, some people said you had to pay for parking. Some people said you didn't have to pay. You got a voucher. So I'm already a little leery of this anyway. I stand there. I swear all three of them looked at me. Standing there with kids, looking like little sad puppy dogs outside the door. And they just this guy just kept talking on the phone. I thought, all right, I'm going to go to the front of the place because that's probably where you need to be let in. Go to the front. No. I, now I'm farther away from the desk, so the guy can't see me as well, and the two women are just still hanging out. It doesn't look like they're talking. Were these women walk workers? Or no, they they look walkers. like guests. They look like guests. <laughs> you're jumping, you're yeah. jumping ahead here. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, they're smokers because they came out the front doors and I piggybacked in. Well, if they were smokers, all you had to do was wait 15 minutes at the most. There they, they were. Out. Yeah. 
I walked in with all the kids. I get up to the counter, and the guy's not saying anything on the phone. It's 1130 at night. What kind of business phone call, aside <laughs> from booking a hotel room, are you doing? He sets the phone down on the counter. It doesn't say, oh, hold on, just one minute, nothing. He just sets the phone down on the counter and says, can I help you? Well, yeah, I'm here to check in. Check in the whole deal, and I'm like, where do I park? Well, it costs money to park. You're going to have to park over there. Make sure you keep your ticket. And uh, <laughs> and if you want to come back in these, these side doors, I'm going to have to let you in. That Those are the doors closest to the garage. Walk outside, and apparently this place is across the street from the club. And oh. I see, and, and I'm not, this is just a sidebar. I'm not, I've never gone to clubs or anything, but these guys were like, on one side of the street and women were walking on my side of the street and these guys saw these women walking and they're like hey what's up where are you going <laughs> that's exactly what it sounded like and i'm like and i'm like oh my gosh i have daughters and i want to i want to fight them i want to fight these guys right now for being idiots disrespecting but anyway we check in dude tells me i'm on 721 7th floor of room 21 i guess Go up the I don't elevator. know, I just went into some room. <laughs> I go up the elevators, look on the wall, C721 is to my right, walk to the right. Oh, I didn't have to walk far because my room was right next to the elevators. I didn't realize this was going to be an issue until we got and went to bed, which was one king bed. Me and three little girls <laughs> in a bed. And you know, anybody that has kids know that girls just don't, or any kids just don't sleep at night. You get pulverized. Yeah. You get kicked in the crotch. You get a yep. hand to the face. And this, it's all this, at night. This morning, as a matter of fact, my daughter was crying. And so I brought her into the bedroom. It was only about an hour before we were going to get up anyway. And, man, in that hour, I got about 15 feet to the head. Yeah. She she wears those sleepers to bed that have, like, the rubber grips. Yeah. And it's like somebody's trying Take to tear the skin, skin off your mm-hmm. back. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Not Well, I didn't realize any of this was going to be an issue. Well, I knew that sleeping in one bed was going to be an issue. Uh, because I was going to be beat up all night. But uh, we all get ready for bed, and we, we, we crawl into bed, and everybody seems to go to sleep, and I hear... That's the elevator. <laughs> the elevator. All, I'm like, oh, i got to put up with this all night, along with getting smacked in the face and kicked all night. And I, I'm thinking, this is going to be a terrible night. 2 a.m. rolls around. Apparently, that's when the club closes. <laughs> Because, because all I hear, and I see cop lights and all kinds of stuff. And then I felt like they were on the seventh floor with me inside my room. I go to the window, look out, contemplating putting my pistol out the window, firing a few rounds off in the air, telling these guys, don't you realize people are sleeping? Apparently there was a fight. It was just the people were stumbling out of this place like nobody's business. I go lay down, and and that's all I hear. Well, apparently uh, some of them booked a hotel on the seventh floor of my hotel room. I hear... (laughs) It gets a little louder as they get closer. Oh, they're getting off on my floor. They come down the hallway... That's what I heard all night. Uh, well, not all night. It, it went till about 3 o'clock. Did the girls wake up at all? Didn't wake up one bit. Of course not. I don't know how you can beat somebody up in your sleep all night and not not wake up one time. Well, that's always a blessing, though. Yeah, well, that is that is true. I kept thinking that I don't know how they're sleeping through any of this, but uh, I would not recommend that hotel at all. That was a Hotel Lancaster review by Eric. Yeah. Of Morning Supper. It's downtown One Lancaster. Stop. Their ratings are going down <laughs> right now, guys. I hope you're happy. The Morning Supper army is now going to Yelp. Write <laughs> 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 it down. Well, come to find out, I did get a discount. Are on Yelp? I don't even know. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> come to find out, I did get a discount for the hotel uh, parking. Oh, we get, we get a discount. It was like from $13 to 10 Overnight. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot, buddy. Ten dollar park. So you had to pay for parking. It wasn't even full twenty four hours. It was from eleven thirty. So that's pretty redundant. So what time? Like ten, nine thirty, or ten? But it was a late night, and and, uh, I'll tell you what else causes me to lose some sleep. Battlefield (laughs) Four. Oh, Battlefield. Best segue. (laughs) That was so good, guys. Podcast master at work. 
I thought I did Take all right. No, I'll come back fresh. Good. We're all good. All right. <laughs> Battlefield 4. So you've been playing Battlefield 4. Well, it doesn't make me lose very much sleep because the game just pisses me off and I end up <laughs> stopping playing. You end up sleeping because you either, can't play it. Yeah, so. either it boots me off or or it just I keep constantly dying by snipers all the time. That's it's on 360. Yeah, on 360. It's I, the, the, the worst thing about the game is uh, not just the bugs, but that they released the game, and I had to download three gigs of updates yep. to the game before I could even play yeah. the stupid thing. I played on PS4, and the problems are pretty much the same. Servers are a little more stable, but the snipers are everywhere, and, and you can tell that the guys that have played on the old game have started to buy the new game and have started to sift over because my kill-death ratio... I had one game, I went 46 and like 20. Which is really good for me. As mm-hmm. It's a 2.0 that's, that's KD. Really good. Yeah. Uh, but, but then I go back to play a week later and think, all right, let's go. I've, I've, I've mastered this. I know I got my gun. I know what, I know exact kit I want to do. I'm going to run engineer and I'm going to destroy. I get in there. I'm there for five minutes. I've died five times. I'm already like, this gun sucks. Yeah. I got to change the attachments yeah. on this. Get this red gun. dot, I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. How am I not hitting this guy? Yeah. It's, 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 people cheat. A they lot got of game people, genes. Yeah. Yeah, game sharks. Yeah, they got the game shark for the Xbox left, left, 360 right now. There, there. <laughs> a lot of people I find are running snipers and and running with snipers with regular guns because they get yep. C4 and and yep. all that stuff. And and if they get a gun that is semi-auto and they're shooting at you, it's just in your ears all the time. It's annoying. I it. Uh, also, the chopper experts have filtered into yeah. this game I've as well. I've gotten pretty good with the chopper, yeah, I must uh, say. There for a while, and I have a couple kills that I've shared of, of really lucky RPG shots I've gotten, but I just get frustrated because I couldn't take them out. Uh, I kept dying, kept dying, and kept dying. Yeah, the campaign of that game, too, is just absolutely terrible. It's it's pretty much just a tech demo for the whole game. I didn't game. even try it. I, and, and Does anybody play the campaign? Because, because it, well, I did. I played through it just to see I figured see it was just it was like. like a throwout. Like. Yeah, it pretty much is. Especially because I, it's the first real game that I got for my PS4. Yeah. So I wanted to see what it looked like. And it's good for that purpose, but man, I was forcing myself to play it at that point to beat it. It just wasn't all that great. It's not good when you have to force yourself to play a game. Yeah, speaking of forcing yourself to play a game. (laughs) You guys are amazing at this. (laughs) You should try some segues over there, Mr. Uh, Passive whatever you're supposed to be. I don't even think. Passive. Um, I got Eric to play The Last of Us. And if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, you know that Jonathan and I love The Last of Us. I I got a poster right here in the podcast room that I bought. I just love that game. Uh, Eric is the type of person that does not enjoy games with a story or reading books. Yeah, it's 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 it's. God, I hate it, you. you know what, Eric? Eric why don't you why don't you just talk about your experience? Let me know. He he didn't tell me exactly what he thought. He played about two hours, two and a half hours or so. Would you say? Uh, was it that long? Yeah, it was a while. Um, well, you both are bad at that. You both like if there's a game that you guys already think that you're not going to enjoy. I tried. I tried making you play. Call of Duty, just yeah. like for fun. Yeah. This is real quick, just for fun, just to, like check it out, see what. I mean, we were playing Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, Modern Warfare Three. Did um, you put straight build hats on? It was, did you, were you wearing uh, what? What is this? No, I mean, I mean, you gotta take it for what it is. It's just a video game. Like, and like, Ian was like, "Oh, they're not holding the pistol right. Oh, there's dogs attacking me. Oh, it's just just complaining the entire time." I got so angry. I almost I was trolling him pretty day. hard. Yeah, <laughs> he just turned it off at that point. We went yeah, back. It doesn't to, make me feel so bad. I was like, went back to Borderlands because I thought it was like a fun. It would be like a fun, like yeah, um, uh, away from Borderlands for a little bit, and like we literally played for like five minutes, and I just couldn't. Way to go! So, Eric, give me your thoughts on The Last of Us. Well, the Last of Us apparently is a game post post apocalyptic game, yep. right? Yep. I'm, I'm just gonna try to explain it from my point of view here. And this guy, well, Ian tells me, Ian, like, okay, this this scene right here is the one that got me, and and I'm like. Oh, okay, I'm like, I'm like. I, first off, I hope this game doesn't make me cry because I'll be pissed off from the beginning because you know what I think about whenever I, whenever these things happen. There's enough in life to make you cry. <laughs> Playing a game should not do that to you. Well, I, I didn't. It didn't really affect me. I, I guess because I don't get into well, the game that much. Why don't you? I mean, is it pretty safe to say that if you haven't played it yet, you're not going to? So maybe you should explain what was it that would have 
made you cry. I don't even remember. Like, was oh, the, oh, the girl, the oh, you know, the girl, yeah, the daughter gets shot. I didn't be- get you. At, at the beginning, you play as the main character's daughter. It's a surprise. Oh yes, I, well, I, I had forgotten about a lot of this. Stuff. <laughs> it was so it's forgettable. Like, I, well, yeah. She, <laughs> what game was that? She gets out of bed. And, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm controlling her now, and and she's like, I, I better go wake up dad. Well. If, she's, if the game tells you you gotta wake up she dad, gets, I'm running out of that room and I'm waking up she dad. She gets a frantic phone call from her uncle oh, yeah, saying, okay. she need, where's your dad at? And go ahead. Yeah. yeah. If I was, whatever, what is she, 12 years old? <laughs> she's 13 or 14. Where's your dad at? He sounds frantic. I'm not gonna stop by the TV to pick up a birthday card and read it. I'm going to my dad's room and I'm going to find it. I had to tell him to go pick that up. He's like, like, oh, you're missing all kinds of stuff here. Well, you told me to go look at dad. For goodness sake, I'm finding dad. This guy sounded like he was going to die. And oh, I'm going to like, better look at his birthday card again. No, it's not believable it at all. It develops the relationship so you know the background between Joel and his daughter Sarah. But it makes no sense. They should have showed... It, it, the game had a heck of a lot of cutscenes. They should have showed the birthday card in the cutscene <laughs> before the dude called me telling me to go get dad. I walk out of the room and, and he is like, oh, you're, you're messing a lot of stuff. You, you might go back, go back and look at that birthday card. I hit whatever the button was, looked at the birthday card, didn't even read it because I'm supposed to go look at that. <laughs> Walk out of the room. She's, oh, like, this, this, she's like stumbling around. She walks in, and I, at any point, I'm expecting some zombie to jump out and try to bite my jungular. But it jungular? doesn't. Jungular. Jungular. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, I go into his room, and uh, there's like a TV on and stuff, and he's not in there. So I'm trying to find. And I'm like trying to run. It, this game, he, she's not moving fast enough. And he was like, "Well, she just woke up. She just got out of bed. <laughs> she's tired. Are you kidding me? I'm a fanboy. <laughs> if somebody wakes up uh, from a phone call like that, you're gonna be running to find dad. You're gonna be screaming, saying, "Dad!" Stumbling, half walking, looking at birthday cards. <laughs> we, we get downstairs. It's really angry. At <laughs> we get downstairs, and like I'm, I'm clicking all around, trying to run, and and we get to the sliding glass door, and people break. I, I can tell he was looking for the sprint button the whole time. <laughs> I was <laughs> pressing <laughs> other buttons, trying to yeah, looking at the cinema. Was, you can hear click, 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 click. Couldn't you? Couldn't you? Yeah. you? You can't sprint because she just woke up. Eric. <laughs> She hasn't leveled up her sprint yet, man. Well, he carries me out, and it supposedly, I, I don't know. The the bad scene was that uh, the, this military guy, this soldier, I guess, is trying to contain people, and he makes a wrong move. Gunshots are fired. Naturally, he hits his daughter, and he's like, "Don't, don't die on me!" And she's like, "Not both of us, not all of us." <laughs> We are the only people who are going to get that. Oh my god. She dies. Good. Of course I didn't cry or anything. Chairman Muhammad Stan dies. Rob Pickett comes into the cutscene. I have no division. Little Lee, I have no division. We'll have one listener. So I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there. Eric's staring at the screen as this as this incredibly emotional sequence is happening. Just stone face. I'm getting tears in my eyes looking up like what is wrong with this man has you no trying, heart. Were you trying to hide it from me? I hope he doesn't see this. I, I sold him on this thing. Listen, you have a daughter. You gotta see this. I mean, I, it just embodies what what you would feel as a father. And he's just watching like, alright. Who does that remind you of? Generally, I have somebody no that's son. related to yes. us. That'd be our dad. It's just a game. But, yeah, I hear, you know, naturally, once they give me a gun, I'm trying to shoot the people that are trying to help me, and it's not working. You missed, you missed a point where you, you get in the back of the car as the girl, and you're driving through, and you're seeing the city. He just sets down the controller, like, sitting there with this oven just looking at my face, waiting for when he can play the game. He's again. like, you need to look around. So I start spinning around the car, <laughs> spinning around the car. <coughs> so you eventually wake up 20 years later, and you're playing as the dad at that point. Yeah. You wake up 20 years later playing as a dad, and apparently there's like some scandal with some woman who went and got drugs and shouldn't have without him because she got beat up. And Tess. Tess was her name. I don't know. I was just... <laughs> but here, here's the funny part. The The funny part is, don't hey, don't shoot that guy. You don't have any ammo. None at all. I sh- Naturally, I shoot the guy. I got a gun. Shoot the guy. Dude drops more ammo. 
I shoot another guy. Drops ammo. Shoot somebody's dog. Drops ammo. <laughs> Ian's like, there's no ammo in this game. I'm getting ticked off at this point. Because <laughs> at the same time, I was having a playthrough on the hardest difficulty. And you're lucky if you get five bullets for a whole level. And here, he's, he's running in, punching yeah. people in the face, getting <laughs> shot in the chest, and, and Tess is handing him med kits. Yeah, Tess just keeps giving me med kits. I had no idea this game. Like, you hold your hand. Like you this. What <laughs> setting was it? It was probably on normal. It was on normal. Yeah, I mean, compared, I mean, sure, compared to normal. Like, oh, we walk into this big, big scene. He's like, you can either shoot this guy or you can sneak around, but I would recommend you sneak around. Not this guy. Rambo, holding cover fire. They're dropping ammo. I'm picking it up. Getting med kits from the back, and I'm like, they should have given me a better gun if they were going to give me all this ammo. The machine gun or something. The point I knew that it was all going to go downhill was when he walks out and there's this line of troopers, uh, uh, soldiers that are scanning people to see if they're infected, which is the whole cause of this apocalypse. <laughs> he walks up to this soldier standing toe to toe. I'll bump into him first. Yeah, bumps into him. He gets pushed away. Yeah, I get and, back up. So Eric, being the experimental person he is, trying to break every game. Uh, he tries to go back in again. He gets shoved down on the ground and gets shot in the <laughs> yep, head. I did that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that. Oh, I'm nice. not going to lie. I, did I was that. like, yeah, he's done. He's done playing <laughs> this game. So, Jonathan, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all? Nothing. Um, nothing. Past two months, I have theoretically worked more on my thesis. Mm-hmm. Um, found out that my feet are not were not formed properly Your at birth. Your feet were not formed properly? They were not formed properly at birth. What's that mean? I, I guess, uh, my, I'm flat, okay, so like at work, I, for, for the past year I've been having a lot of feet problems, like just pain, a lot of pain, um, and it started uh, literally the first day I was in Poland when I was studying there, and then it's been lasted ever since into the summer, and then when I started working it got worse. And so I was kind of like, okay, I should probably go to a podiatrist and figure out what's going on. Well, the podiatrist told me, and he was like, well, you're fat, flat-footed, which is not super great in general when it comes to, like, support for your feet. But, like, furthermore, we took ex- – so, but that's not a huge deal. Like, plenty of people are flat-footed, and they don't have a lot of pain in their feet all the time. And then we took x-rays, and it found, found out that I don't – I don't – I can't explain it. I couldn't even explain it visually. Was it from wearing Vans? This was my no. first thought. No, because we both wear them. <laughs> yeah, and I was worried that because we aren't very much arch in there. According to him, on. according to him, I was born like I was born because my bone structure in my feet, like there, there are um, sections where uh, tendons are supposed to line up with the bone, and there's two rows of them, one on top of the other, and they're supposed to line up horizontal, um, vertically. Yep, in straight. It's not vertically though. For me, there are three or four. Basically, the entire span of the foot where they do not line up at all properly. So, what do you do to correct this? Uh, I they well, I mean, at first they gave me steroids. I was put on a week's worth of steroids to kind of like because because what okay ultimately what happened was my bone structure screwed up, which is putting a lot of pressure on my muscles on the bottom of my soles, huh. and it's called like plantar uh, fasciitis or something. And basically, that's the the, the the fascia or whatever or the bundle of muscles that are in the soles of your feet. And they've been put under a extreme amount of pressure, and they've been inflamed for like a while. So they put me on uh, steroids to get rid of that inflammation. Um, uh, that helped a lot. Like the pain uh, went away quite a lot. It still hurt, but like if you're working six hours running around, like it's gonna hurt no matter what. Like yeah. it's pretty normal. Um, but they say that in order for me to like not have to deal with that anymore, pretty much. I mean, it sounds like I'll have to get like special like orthopedic shoes, which is basically, I'm assuming, the same as, like, a neck brace or something for an entire... I was picturing, like, these big, yeah, fluorescent-colored yeah. boots Like you're going to have to be walking in. Yeah. I know what they'll have on them. Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're bound and determined to have yep. a bel- Velcro yep. on them. I'm pretty sure they're going to be the braces of the feet. So, I... And my insurance covers it, so I might get that. That's good. Overall situation sucks, but that's good. Yeah, so I mean, I'm glad it wasn't anything that I did yeah. or lifestyle or anything yeah. because that would stink. But it sounds like it was just born. I was born that way, and um, yeah. So other than that, I've been complaining about my feet, uh-huh. um, working theoretically on my thesis. So I've gotten a little bit closer to maybe finishing that sometime within the next ten years, and been playing a lot of Diablo. Diablo three. Yep. I bought that game back when it came out, and when I heard that you were playing it, that made me jump back on, too. Yep. I, my brother, he was playing it for a while, and um, 
it looked fun. I always thought it looked fairly fun. I, the Diablo 1 and 2 was kind of like, eh, I liked Diablo 2, but it wasn't anything to, like, gawk over. Um, that's funny, because hardcore Diablo fans say that Diablo 2 is the end of be all of they, Diablo. They do, and that's fine. They're, they're entitled to their opinion. I'm sure there are, there are reasons it's better, but Diablo 3 is more user-friendly, frankly. Yeah, and, yeah um, I agree with that. It's, uh, it's, it's just... It's, it's addicting. Yeah, it's very addicting. That's the problem. You're like, it's, if I play for just another 15 minutes, yeah. I might get a new sword that's going I, to give me a million damage, and it's going to change my whole play up, it, and I'm going to be able to do this. It has adversely affected my progress on my videos. Just before you got here, I, uh, I, I was playing it by myself, just trying to get some <laughs> new gear. I flipped over just a little dead body there, and a legendary, which is the highest rated sword, popped out. It's like... Yeah. Do these swords break like Minecraft? Uh, they have durability. durability. You can r repair them. <coughs> it's a totally different game. You probably don't remember, but you played Diablo before. I think I did. Yeah, I remember back. You know, there were some people that, that I went to school with played. You played one or two? I, I don't know, but I'm it, pretty it sure like... I played on a dial-up modem. It's been <laughs> that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like we said before about Eric, he's very particular about his games, and you can imagine how that went. <laughs> I didn't make it very far. Obviously, I didn't know there were there was wear damage on your sword. What is it? Dur uh, durability. durability. Okay. But that that's Diablo three. Yeah, I think you. I think it might have been the original Diablo. Well, they also Probably. had durability on this. Because I, re I remember for some reason when I walked into the room, like you were playing it when mom and dad weren't home. Like, oh yeah, for some probably. Reason, she didn't want them to know that yeah, you were playing a game that was demons. Named, yeah, you're gonna go fight some demons. I wasn't allowed. Which I guess is a good thing. I wasn't allowed to yeah, watch. Exactly. That's the one. thing. Like that's how I justified it because like people would be like, oh, that's a satanic game. I'm like, we're we're killing the would be Satan. Like it's. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't allowed to watch X Men growing up because Wolverine and Sabretooth looked too much like the devil. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I know. didn't. I don't think X Men cartoons were out. <laughs> Speaking of uh, demons and, and dark things, I picked up a game named Dark Souls. <laughs> you guys in your Segway, <laughs> you guys are amazing. <laughs> dark Souls is a callback to the hardcore genre of the earlier days when you had. These bosses that were next to impossible to be, like trying to beat Contra without the cheat code, that kind of stuff. Which it's never happened hard. to me, obviously. It's hard. So this game, it's, it's kind of a fantasy setting, medieval. It's not, it's not very heavy on story. It just kind of throws you in. Cutscenes are the gone? It, there, it has like a cutscene at the beginning, and then you're, you're in the game. Good. It's pseudo open world. And the, the game, it's a weird beast. It's all about the social aspects of it. So as soon as I get out, of of this little prison that you start out in, I I picked a knight class, which is like a shield and sword type dude. Um, it, you have health, stamina; those are your kind of skills. It has RPG elements where you level up things. As soon as I walk out, there's this little like glowing thing on the ground. It's like this orange thing. I click it, and it says "Good luck." <laughs> it was a, a message left by another player. So at this point, I'm thinking that's really cool. So players who play this game, they can leave messages, vague messages, anywhere in the game. You're playing on a server, but you cannot play with these people per se, uh, until a little later I get into that, um, to where they can leave you warnings about things. So, the game is merciless. If, if you screw up, if you hit a wrong button, you're, you're gonna die. I knew this going into it, and I'd seen some gameplay videos of the beginning, so I was like, yeah, I got this. You go to walk up this set of stairs, and I see, like, this dark thing at the top. I'm like, what is that? So I go to walk up the steps. This big ball starts rolling down the steps after me. Hit me. Took Indiana out half Jones my health. Style. Yeah. <laughs> then I noticed at the bottom of the steps, I missed the message. Somebody said, uh, beware trap. Totally <laughs> missed it. I was like, oh, thanks, dude. It was a little late now. <laughs> I ended up beating the first. It's it's all. It's kind of just getting from one boss battle to the next. And each one's harder than the last one. Um, I beat the first boss without uh, taking any damage. I was so proud of myself that I had seen it before. Mm, well, in about, so, yeah. in about 12 hours of playing that I've put into it, I've died 49 times. <laughs> how, how long have you put into it? About 12 hours. 12, 14 hours. 49 right times. 49 times. One boss in particular killed me uh, about 17 of those times. <laughs> that sounds like my BF4 playing. It, One it match. Was, <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I walk into this area... And, and there was this white film over the door to where you can't see on the other side. I go through the door. There's this dude about three times the size of me with two huge swords and these two dogs. And all of them bum rush me. And before I even know what to do, I die. And that was about the first five deaths of trying to figure out where the heck can I go once I go through this door. Nobody left a message outside that said, dogs. Well, <laughs> well 
at that point, it's like, what do you do? I'm going to go in here. How did you get around it? So I, I, I kept replaying it, replaying it. The currency for how you level up is souls. If you die, you lose all the souls that you have. Um, you can pick them back up as long as you don't die again. If you die again, if you die the second time, they're gone forever. So you lose all the, all the progress that you made. Um, checkpoints are bonfires, which are forever away from each other. And this game just purposely cheats. It sets up stuff to where guys are hanging around corners, where, where you get stabbed in the back, that kind of stuff. Just stuff that you wouldn't get. Um, like but the, the, uh, the best, best part of the game that I've had so far was uh, against one of the boss battles, a bunch of gargoyles, and I had heard that this was pretty hard. Mm. Well, I found out that you can summon other players into your game to help you. I heard something about that. But you can't speak to them. Mm. So, like, you just use gestures and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) What? The cat. The cat. (laughs) I thought about grabbing it by the tail, but it was just... (laughs) What? He would have ripped me to shreds. It's the first time he ever came in here. Loki, our cat's in here. Uh, but anyway, so you're able to summon other people. That's really cool. Uh, I went back later to help out another guy that was just getting started. I got summoned into his game. But it's all about these social interactions. It's really a <coughs> game. That cat's in here a lot when you play. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, the other night when we were playing Diablo, mm-hmm. I was sitting here. And I'm like, what is that smell? <laughs> I take off my headphones, I hear shh, 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 shh. <laughs> He just took a massive dump in his litter box. It's burning my nose. I had to put my shirt over my nose because my eyes were starting to water. It's I pure, know it's cat poop stunk. Oh, pure concentrated evil is yeah. what that is. Yeah. PCE. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, went to see Lone Survivor. Best movie ever. It's is one of the best movies ever. I can't say the best movie ever. I don't see how you guys are concerned that the best movie. That ever. movie. Oh my gosh. The best yeah, I thought movie. the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the best war movie I've seen since Saving Private Ryan. Yep, of course. I agree. Saving yeah. Private Ryan. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's better. I would say Why it's on equal so plane. Good? I don't get it. it. You have uh, to see it. Yeah. I I don't even really want to go into the whole reason. It's called Lone Survivor for a reason. But yeah, that, you know that part. It's incredible. There's a book out on it if you just want to read that. No. Fuck that art! <laughs> no, that's the thing. Books based on movies, not, not, it's kind of like movies having video games. It's usually, video game is not that great. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm intrigued. I, I highly recommend it. I like Mark Wahlberg, but, uh. Yeah. But, uh, you know how detached emotionally I am from movies? <laughs> how, how I will yeah. not get involved with dig? them emotionally. Was huh? that a dig I towards The Last of Us? Emotionally uninvolved. I'm movies. emotionally detached from games and things like that. Mostly movies. People, people, well, <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> but uh, the this movie made my heart race, and, and it didn't stop. And I and I caught myself, and I'm like, "Why? I know how this ends up. The the not the title tells you how it ends up. Why am I here wondering what the heck's going to happen next? I know what's going to happen next, but my heart is racing. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those are emotions, Eric. That game, also, well, that tells game. you how good the movie is. That to movie, me. I should say, that movie. Was, I could see where somebody'd see that movie, and if they don't see it all the way through, I could see where they'd go up and enlist to go. Fight. Yeah, like yeah. It, it just it grabs you emotionally and just makes you just feel some crazy stuff towards the enemy. Yeah. So you got Lone Survivor. Um, the, Eric, you said that you saw RoboCop. I saw RoboCop. I, I went in with very low expectations. I didn't know that it was going to be... Did you see the original? I did see the original. Which but I better? can't really recall the full re- original because it's so better. old ago. So so old ago. It was so old ago. But actually, the movie wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. That's what I heard. I don't even know. Maybe we already had that conversation. It seems like deja vu, but yeah. it was Ian's birthday party, which we all kept saying, we can't talk about this. got to be a podcast. <laughs> can't, we got to stop talking we right now. We didn't talk the entire yeah, time, which, yeah. which made resistance very weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody talked. We just really. Oh, <laughs> uh, so how was it? Robocop is it, it was better than what I expected it to be. I didn't leave going, wow, that was just as crappy as I thought it was. But I mean, aside from being, you know, somebody completely existing as a machine, uh, unbelievable. Because I know where you're gonna go. Oh, you know, a bionic man was it? Didn't, or didn't kill it for you? You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I knew that's where exactly where you were gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
but some of it was a little uh, far fetched in the scope of the movie. Is that a little? Is that a better way to put it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it, it was it was good. It, they 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 do play on emotions in that movie. Of course, I wasn't attached to any of that. Yeah. I saw a movie that was fine, but it didn't play to any emotions. Expendables Two was on Netflix, and I uh, watched it. Would you recommend it? Because I have Netflix. Expendables Two is just. Every, cliche after every, cliche. Every, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. I, I mean, mean they're even saying their classic lines nice. to yeah. each other, but it, it was pretty good. The best part of that movie is when Chuck Norris makes his entrance. I won't spoil it for anybody. No, I'm going to go but, watch it tonight. But every Chuck Norris thing that you can think of, it, it is embodied in that one awesome. scene. Uh, that, that is movie it better than right. one? Have you seen one? I've seen one. Uh, I Honestly, the plot is just so... Out there, yeah, they probably did that on purpose. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, just it's... if you want to just a dumb action movie, Expendables Two is the way to go. I might watch it tonight. However, if you want to watch a dumb action movie that is terrible, watch the remake of Red Dawn. That movie was awful. I don't think I remember the original. <clears throat> it, 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 the, I like Patrick Swayze. Was okay, yeah. yeah. Is that where he like? Yeah. Sh- uh, okay, Wolverines. This, this... No, I don't. But does he stand back like two feet and shoot a lock off a a, a, a jail? And Red Dawn, the first uh, one, Patrick Swayze. I vaguely know so what you're talking about. Yeah. It's not a jail, but I think... Does he have a mullet in that movie? Doesn't it's around that time frame, so it could have been. <laughs> yeah, well, if, if that's it, that's the only Charlie thing I remember. Sheen in that movie and, as well. and I was yeah, thinking, the how was he standing two, two feet away from this, shooting his lock off? And I probably turned the, the movie off after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like that. It's like the movie got up to a certain point. It has Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor in the Marvel movies. Um, it has... Peta from the Hunger Games. I don't even know his really real name. Uh, you did your research. It's, it's it's like it's like it just ran out of funding at the end. It's like some <laughs> major event happens, and then it's just like a montage at the end. It's like you're seriously going to stop it now. It's like, a, it's like an old old fashioned slideshow. Like they spent Somebody's so much play. money for all the guns and explosions and and all the special effects that it's like, oh crap! All right, well we'll just montage it. <laughs> Like it, the, the, the climax conflict, you don't even really see. They didn't give you a URL to go terrible. to on YouTube to watch the rest. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the original. I don't know if in the original they did. Had, I mean, they had the raid on the uh, Cuban slash South American slash Russian Air Force base or something. It, it was just but terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, climactic either. Uh, speaking of guns and budgets and stuff, The Walking Dead. I... I I, w- I will say, I do love this show. The Walking Dead is a great show. I I, I got grabbed by... I didn't get why people loved it. I, I watched, like, the season two finale without watching anything else. And I was like, this this is dumb. Well, one day, my wife and I were on Netflix, and we gave it a try. And I fell in love with it. You have the, to watch it from the beginning, then, to fall yeah, in love with I would, it? I would, I would. Not necessarily. <laughs> the, the first season's the best, which is sad, because there's watched, four like, seasons now. 15 minutes of it, maybe, <laughs> when it was on TV. The practical effects are great. Uh, I mean, just, just some of the stuff that they do with the zombie blood and the gore—it's really good. Especially when they were forced to do more practical stuff in the first season, so they started doing CG stuff. But the guns—I, I try not to get stuck up on this stuff because I, I, I know how frustrating it can be when somebody gets caught up on stupid little details <laughs> and will just enjoy something like, like a birthday card when somebody yes. tells you to go your dad. But. These actors, it's like nobody works with them. The guns, you can tell, it's all CG, the muzzle flashes. Uh, there's no recoil. There's no nothing. The hammer's not even synced up with uh, where it's no. it's hitting the firing pin. You just ruined it. Ruined so, that move. So that, it's whatever it is. Airsoft guns. Oh, jeez. Pretty much. But even airsoft guns work better than you, that. You got somebody that's holding a rifle that that you know would like blast you. Like a 30 out 6 something. Mm-hmm. And it. The flash comes out, and the person just doesn't even move. And then, oh, jeez! On top of that, they go pew pew pew. Everybody, everybody (laughs) is an expert marksman in this show. (laughs) Shooting from the hip, (laughs) shooting people, shooting zombies in the head from a hundred yards away with a handgun on a run. You can't do that. Oh, Rambo can't even do that. I've done that three times. Rambo can't even do that. Not big of a deal, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just—it's ridiculous. It, it, It. Pulls me out of the experience well, yeah. every time I see it. The you know main how character, it would be during that. Oh. The main character carries this revolver. I'm not sure what. It's a sizable revolver. It's kind of a signature gun. And when he holds it up, he always has his wrist down, like a 10 to 15 degree angle, going around corners like this. It's like, oh, dude, if you'd man. have to pull the trigger right now, you'd shoot somebody in the foot. 
I don't understand. Not only that, what? but if it's a big revolver, he's not going to be doing very well. See, all that what you all of what you set up till then is legit. But my thing is the main character. It could be that he's just not really good with guns. Rick, the main character, yeah, Rick Grimes. He's a police guy. He's he? a police officer. Never mind. You better know how to shoot a gun. Never mind. It's all stupid. <laughs> All stupid. I don't want to watch. No more talk. That that all aside, it's it's a good show if you can put that off. I don't think I could. I don't. If it comes well, out a lot in audio, of book, don't care. Which I, might, I, I sympathize I might because I'm that one guy who's always like that didn't happen. So like I totally sympathize with you all. Yeah, like Vikings kicking. talking about how how inaccurate it is. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's not, I've started watching Vikings. Yeah, I would another show on that, with that. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I enjoy that. Unless they came out with an airplane or something, obviously, <laughs> I would know. <laughs> it comes out with a Corsair. I was I just impressed know. that they didn't have horn helmets. That's pretty much what? the extent of my knowledge. They, they didn't wear horn helmets? No, of course not. What? That never happened. Vikings oh is a show. Gosh. That is a Wagnerian imposition from 19th century German opera. Oh, they were talking about. I think they <laughs> wore helmets with horns on them. They didn't. Mm. Because it, it, w- it wouldn't make sense. It's really, it's not, it's not. Useful. The book's better. <laughs> like, if, let me explain entire, what the show okay. is. And Vikings is a, is History Channel's first dramatized show. It's their first like scripted series. It's based in in the time period where the Vikings were. I enjoy it. I I think it's pretty good. Um, is it blood and gore? There, yeah, a there's bit. there's some. It's rated TVMA, so there's some mature stuff in there. Uh, but it, yeah, it's it's another good show that I I'd, I'd, uh, recommend to mature audiences. Yeah. The th- the thing with Vikings is that it's a good show. I do like it. Um, as the amateur slash aspiring historian, um, it is, from my knowledge of the period, it's fairly accurate, although some of the like suppositions that that create the story is kind of weird. And it doesn't really... It's not logical. Um, like, And I know I'm nitpicking, and most people are like, oh, who cares? Um, but Ethelstan, the uh, Anglo-Saxon... Uh, monk who becomes the slave to um, Lagertha and uh, uh, Ragnar Lothbrok um, is apparently fluent in Old Norse. Now, Old Norse and Anglo-Saxon English, which is Old English, which actually doesn't really sound anything like our English. Our English is mostly Frenchified. Um, or similar. They come from Proto-Germanic language group. However, this guy says that he was actually in um, Viking lands and learned Old Norse. However, that's the monk, right? Yeah, Ethelstan. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. monk. Yeah. Uh, yet it there is almost certainly nobody at the time who knew Old Norse because everybody who every Englishman, Anglo-Saxon, thought that the Vikings were demons essentially or um, punishments from heaven. And so they wouldn't have known the language because then they would have been like, oh, they're humans. You know? It's so, that didn't make any sense. That would have made for a pretty poor story if you didn't know it, though. Yeah, I know, but so it's. I'm putting the uh, suspense of the leaf. Uh, suspension <laughs> of the leaf. Uh, thrusters on at full bore for that one. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have known. So, so I'm the casual viewer. I even texted you when I yeah. started watching this. It's like, so how is this historical wise? And you're like, ah, it's, it's entertaining. Yeah, I, I, and at that I point I knew. Not as good as the book. I'm on. <laughs> it's not a book. I'm also a little on the fence about their conceptions of sexuality. If you like, that yeah. Show, what, that, is, what the that show? And once again, I, I I am not an expert, although I do plan on doing more research on this maybe in the future. Um, on these this period, it's their conceptions of sexuality in the show are a little odd. Um, because, and it's I think consistent. it's because they're trying to be HBO. It's, I, I get that. Yeah. Like, it's a Game of Thrones mm-hmm. light with that. Yeah. So, so a specific scene that just threw me for a loop, uh, was, uh, Ragnar, who's the main character, and his wife. They play up, I, I enjoy them as a couple. I like their relationship. Uh, they invite the slave to join them. No, oh, jeez. But then later on, spoilers, somebody attempts to rape his wife, and the wife kills him. And, you know, but that was all okay. Like, so, it, 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 was it the consent thing? Because it, why would the guy be offended? I don't, I don't understand if you're just willing to just throw it around. Well, I'm okay. Well, part of the thing, it, it is... I guess rape's a little different than... Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a whole bad, consent but, thing involved, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's I, minor detail. Part of, part of why I feel weird about it, and part of the reason we feel weird about it, is because we did we did grow up in a Judeo-Christian 
um, conception of sexuality. Well, the way to grow up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, but that's not how they probably grew up. Now, granted, I think they were more monogamous than they present in the show. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, um, but at the same time, um, with the rape, that was very much um, kind of like spoils. Like that was that was considered um, at the time completely like legit. Yeah. Um, because that was just that's what you did. Property, yep. like steal well, somebody's it, sword. It, it, yeah, in that scene, kinda. they are pillaging a village. The 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 offender attempts to rape a woman that is part of the village that they're raiding, and Ragnar's wife, who's on the raid with them, walks in, catches him, says, stop it. And then he turns his attention to her. So, if it was accepted, that's why did thing. she have a problem we, well, with it? Well, that's kind of the thing where I don't know, and I don't think any of us know, because not too, first of all, n- not, not too many Vikings wrote anything. And second of all, even if they did, most of them were men. So it's possible so, that they wore horned helmets? No, there's absolutely down. no evidence because <laughs> all of the burial mounds that have been found with dead warriors, not a single one has had a. They were valuable. Died. Nobody wanted to bury them. <laughs> they them. buried. They buried gold. They buried jewels. They buried, wasn't I know. I know you're trolling, but I'm just going to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> they buried. They buried stuff that was very valuable, but they never buried their stupid okay. horn. All right, mounds. you not convinced me, but we can move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I enjoy the show. Like I said, it, it deals with some mature topics. It's not. It doesn't delve into it like Game of Thrones does. No. Oh Lord. Have uh, you seen but it? no, I have not seen it. There's a reason. So you don't know. There's a reason. No, I know. I don't need to see it to know. Uh, but yeah, I, I I like that show. I haven't seen the second season yet. I'm actually thinking about purchasing it. But real quick, my only point was is that it it could it is conceivable that the woman would have reacted like that because she being a woman. I, I, I get that. I'm yeah. just talking about the cultural thing. Yeah, I know. And so I'm kind of on the fence about a lot of things. I think that the show in general tries to sexualize things for the sake of sexualizing um, because it's trying to be a little, what's the term? HBO-ish. Is yeah, what I guess. Call it. Yep. I guess. Um, with that being said, it was a highly sexualized culture. So there is that. I mean, because back then... What pagan culture, culture really wasn't, though. Well, I mean, so so was Christian, I mean, so was, uh, Christian England. There's not so much... Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, is that um, during that time period, there's not much else to do but fight and run, so or farm. So that's, that's all I'm saying. All right, I think that's going to do it for an episode. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hopefully, it won't be so long next time. Mm-hmm. Be two months. You'll have completed about four or five audiobooks by that point. Shoot, yeah, or or at least through Shelby's first volume. <laughs> As always, we appreciate all of you listeners and everybody that takes the time to listen and support us. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, we uh, facebook.com slash morning supper. Uh, we're going to have some video content coming your way. Uh, these guys have not seen Metallica at the Grammys of 2014. I saw it and I thought, that that's pretty good. So we're going to have a reaction video to that. Eric was a Metallica fan from way back. Yes, I was. He got me hooked on it. Jonathan can attest to this. Many of you school bus rides listen to nothing but Metallica along the way. So it's, <laughs> you were a Metallica fan before? Yeah, no, I was. Oh, okay, I like. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan. It came later, but yeah. Okay. So once again, we just appreciate all of you, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you. Bye.